And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Donna Dort Donna Dort Donna Dort This is Lee Dort and I'm Donna Dunk This is Lee Dort and I'm Donna Dort I'm Josh Giddy and I'm down to dunk Hey, this is Kenny Hustle and I'm down to dunk I'm Darius Baisley and I'm down to dunk I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk This is Poku and I'm down to dunk I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these? I'm going to share with my team, but I'm going to hog most of them. Good morning and welcome to episode one. One. Three, five, of down to a dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcasts. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Slam through. And Jay. It's me. It's Jay. Taylor's not here. Taylor has actually uh, been hired by the Thunder. Yeah, they heard his Xavier Simpson scouting report from last week, <laughs> and they decided to bring him aboard. Uh-huh. So he's their head of blue scouting now at uh, at the Thunder. That's impressive. So, so true. Conflict of interest cannot be a part of the podcast. Never anymore. be on the podcast again. So... Uh, Guys, this is our last real. podcast of the regular season. Thank the good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll next Friday. We'll know. We'll know everything. No, we won't. Except for lottery odds, which Except is we have mid-May. to wait a month, a month and yeah, why? nine days. Why? I don't know. I wish they would. I wish the lottery was Monday. Either way, it's going to set up. I mean, it's so the anticipation is the whole month of April to May. Yeah. Or the anticipation would be from, you know, late April all the way until July. Yeah. So either way, you're going to live in a constant state of anxiety. But I think the. Well, there's more anxiety about the, 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 the lottery, lottery than, yes. the, than yeah, the draft. Because exactly. after we knew, we were very disappointed. Yeah. Because when the Thunder get the eighth <laughs> pick, man, at least we'll know. Uh, more time. I guess it's maybe it's less time to be disappointed. Yes. Perhaps. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, then it's more time to be depressed. Yeah. So it's, like, it's just trading one. Uh, it's anxiety or depression. Yeah. Which one do you want? Which one do you want? That's what. That's where we are at. What? Yeah. <laughs> neither. But, or neither. Elation. Elation. True. There's nowhere in between here, guys. Because we could, we could get. We get top, one, two, three, even four at this point. I'd be thrilled. Just think with. how good it would feel to draw the number one pick. Uh, I'm telling you, I've already in my mind played out both the best and worst case scenario for the lottery. Yeah. As far as like being in person, mm-hmm. the emotions that oh would be my going gosh. through my body would I, be I, so good. We've, we've kind of <laughs> spoken about uh. this in a little bit of hyperbole about what would happen if we got to the commercial break and still hadn't heard our name picked. Yeah. Our name. The live, our live event that we would have would, it would be electric. I mean, in that room. Electric. So the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast did lottery parties like this and they did it at this like big like convention center thing. And when they got the number one pick, when they got Ben Simmons and the place was going berserk they burnt it down when Can't they wait. when they got the number one pick and then <laughs> it'll also be burn the place down if they're like pulling our name in the seventh 
or sixth or eighth spot. Yes, but that would be burn it down, but let's stay inside. And let let the fire take us. (laughs) Yeah. Because burn it down, number one pick is burn it down, and then let's go burn down some other stuff. Get out of the building. We have to burn multiple things. Yeah. Would that be the response of excitement? Yes. Okay. I feel like both of those could lead to the... Like, you've seen riots that take place... For both reasons. I think if there's a number one pick, we should have a car there just so we can all flip it. Yeah. Just, oh, will it be like a mom? Taylor's, Taylor's be like a mom car. saving her baby. Yeah, we would all have that kind of we'd power. We'd all have that yeah, strength. That adrenaline yeah. running because it would system. feel, I mean, we'd all just be just so ready to do it. I, I firmly believe everyone there could do it. Everyone there could do it. I mean, if we have individually. a couple hundred people. I'm no, individually. Okay. <laughs> One at a time. I don't think I don't think so. Yeah. Moms can lift a city bus <laughs> to save their baby. Uh, Lawrence Field in the uh, chat says, I am only accepting the ninth pick as a successful year for us. <laughs> I know. It's it is I love the collective pessimism of the Thunder fan base toward what the lottery will look like. Yeah, WKM14, I have resigned to getting the seventh pick. I feel more at peace now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a time to be alive. What yeah. a time to be a Thunder fan. Yeah. So, Jalen Horde may be going for the franchise record for points in a game tonight against the Lakers. Might just have to we, – we could just donate our pick to somebody now that we have Jalen Horde. You don't know, man. I'll tell you what. It was – I don't think Jalen Horde is obviously not any sort of fundamental piece for the future of this team. Yeah. It was really cool to watch them celebrate him after the Portland yeah. game. Like, I was in absolute anger, depression mode, right? Yeah. And I I feel bad. I should decide this. Like, we use the words depression and anxiety, and I'm not trying to be flippant towards either one of those things. It's one of those, like, those are real things. This actually, is most definitely not that. We are actually depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. And actually. Sport, you're sports mad. Yeah, sports mad. There we go. I, I, yeah. I feel like it's important to say that. So I know people are really wrestling with that. So, yeah. but for me, it's like I'm sports mad post Thunder game, and the whole entire team is having a blast throwing water all over Jalen. They're excited Howard. the whole game. They were. I was very close, and it was super like distract I didn't I don't even I couldn't tell you a lick of the game like any of it because all I was doing was watching the bench the see I don't time. I don't think the people that are listening realize how close you were they talked about it a little bit on Wednesday so I was my buddy that normally I go occasionally to games with and he's normally in the lower bowl but he's kind of I don't know 20 rows up from the from the bench maybe more but he had asked his he had that day gone to the his season ticket guy and said, "Hey, can we're going to upgrade our tickets? We want to add two and we want to get a little closer." Uh, and they said, "Great, sure, here we go." And he says, "Well, while I'm here, like any chance tonight you could upgrade us to something a little sweeter." And the guy's like, "Of course." What's kind of awesome is this guy's son mm-hmm. actually is a down to dunk listener. Oh, nice. Cool. Anyway, but that is cool. He was like, "Yeah," and so we got basically. You want to shout him out on the pod? Uh, no, I can't remember his name, but I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> it's Gil, Gil, Gil Bourbon. I, I met, man, I, I'll tell you the whole story real quick. But, um, so we were basically three rows back on the baseline. So kind of in that lower bowl, but three rows back, but it was on the bench side and we were yeah. the last two seats on the edge. And yeah. so I'm literally three, four feet yeah. from JRE the whole game. I came and stood over there with you for like yes. a few minutes and the, and somebody came over and was like, hey, you can't. You got to go because the team's going to walk through here or you whatever. Can't do you can't know? this, yeah. And so, but it's like, and one of the funniest things, I don't even know his name and I'm not going to learn his name, but the guy that's Greek, I think, that from the G League. Yurgos. Yurgos. So, there was a moment where Shay was trying to explain to Poku how to say his name in English, like George. He was saying George. No, like George which is not how it's called, but he kept trying to tell them like it's George. Uh, And then they just pick on each other the whole time. And I mean, it's like a bunch of 20 year olds that have spent a year together, you know? Yeah. But it was, it was really interesting. It's like a pledge class, but it is really hard when you're that close to actually see what's going on in the game. Plus the game was so bad. The thing about these games is that nobody remembers what happened in the game, Jay, because the games don't matter. The results matter. Like that's the only thing about these last like four or five games. You look at them, it's like, yeah, 
Who are we developing? Nobody. Yeah, I know. Olivier Sar goes for 20. Sorry, Olivier. Sorry, Olivier. You're gone. Yeah, he's gone. So let me tell you two other stories. So while I was at the game, three of three other stories. And I'm just these are shout outs. I don't even remember, but I'm walking back and forth because we had access to that under the stadium club, which is kind of oh, yeah. really awesome. Uh courtside. Courtside, courtside club. club. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's very fun. I was walking back and forth, and, it, and as you're heading down the tumble, tunnel to the the courtside club or whatever it is, mm-hmm. there's a little like pl- six foot plastic table, and there's three people sitting there on computers, mm-hmm. just typing away the whole time. That's the social media social team. media team. Yeah. So I kind of put that together, mm-hmm. and I know that there's one of the guys that's part of the social media team that at least knows us. Shout out to Grant. Grant. I didn't get to talk to him, but I did talk to the lady who I think is the head of the social media. So I just stopped mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, you know, this is, you know, I wanted to see who you are and who we are and or who I'm part of down the dunk and all mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah, Grant loves you guys and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Really cool, really sweet. Yeah. And then I'm walking my way back to my table or to my seat and one of the freelance photographers that sits on the baseline is a guy named, I think, Taylor. Uh-huh. Could be wrong. Tyler or Taylor, I think, is what it is. And he's also a down to dunk fan. Nice. And then <gasps> the highlight... Oh, wow. Of the game. This word is lingering. Yeah. We're lingering a little bit post-game. And I'm walking through, and I see Kyle Weaver. Yeah. So I, I took a picture. So I took a picture. There you go. With Kyle Weaver. Only. Like, I don't really, I don't do this. The first and only Thunder play I've ever taken a picture with. Yeah. And the only reason I took a picture of him is because I could send a text to the group chat that said, Kyle, three-man weavers. And that was it. That's awesome. It was a fun experience, man. Last game of the season at home, too, which was, I'm glad that's over. I'm really glad this season's over. Why? Because we get to do it all again next year? Don't talk to me like that. And the year after? It'll be a little bit. And in the year after. after. In per- <laughs> perpetuity. Uh-huh. Forever. If we keep getting seven seven and eight picks, we're going nowhere. <laughs> Fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that pause. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's fun. I had I had a fun stadium experience this uh, past weekend. If you want to hit my deep dive music. I went to... <laughs> WrestleMania! 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 <laughs> and it was dope. I got there. It was in Dallas. Yeah. It was at uh it was at Jerry World. Got there Saturday, went, got there like at six, sat around the head of DJ, which was the worst part of the, the whole event, but then <laughs> at seven, started seven to eleven, went home. Woke up. Went home? Went like but home like to where I was back. staying. Oh. Then okay. woke up, had breakfast. Hotel or Airbnb? My friend's house. Oh. That went to WrestleMania with. So then woke up, went to breakfast, took a nap, went back 7 to 11. It was phenomenal. So Saturday night. Yes. And then also Sunday night. But you didn't go to the Hall of Fame thing where the Undertaker no, I did was not. okay. I didn't go to SmackDown. And then after SmackDown was Hall of Fame, didn't go to Raw on Monday. But I went to just WrestleMania. So Saturday night highlight: Stephen Cold Austin or Stephen Stone Cold yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled a full match. His last, his first match in 19 years. I saw he, it. I he, never thought I'd see him ever. Also, uh, Stone Cold stunned uh, Pat McAfee. He because he was also he also came out on Sunday. He came out both nights and did some. He did some stunners on. Uh, Sunday. He's so Is he cold. smashing Coors Lights or White He's Lights? drinking his own he beer. He's drinking his own beers. And like Saturday night, just during the wrestling match, he calls out, we'll just be getting beers, drinking them constantly. You think he's really drinking no. that much beer? Out of this, like if this is a beer can, he's drinking, he's drinking like a tenth of it. Like maybe. a tenth, yes, a yeah. tenth of it. It's foam, it's going everywhere. He's spitting it out, it's going, it's everywhere. Yeah. He's just smashing them together. And then what is his mouth. beer? Uh, Stone Cold, it's like uh, some American. He has his own thing. Yeah, it's his own. Yeah, yeah. Steve Weiser's. Ooh, it's not called that, but it's called something. Um, It's all like rattlesnake ale or something. You can find it. Anyway, um, it was awesome. Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Yes, that is it. I've never had it. I've heard it's good. Um, But seeing Stone Cold was just unbelievable. The um, really the celebrity matches. We're like, yeah, how'd Johnny Knoxville do? Awesome. 
Really? Awesome. Uh, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn was great because you got because it wasn't just Johnny Knoxville. I saw Chris Pontius, saw Wee Man, saw a bunch of the other uh, people from their new movie, and then um, Pat McAfee was is like a legitimately very good pro wrestler. He was great. That's not surprising. He's he's got the personality too because he's a commentator for SmackDown, mm-hmm. but he's very very good. And then Logan Paul is should do this full time but i don't think the wwe can afford him because he's so popular but i mean he was like very good he would be like the perfect heel he was the crowd hated him (laughs) and he loved it he i mean he was very good and he he was very good so all those were great so cody rhodes came back cody rhodes came back that's what I thought it was going to be. Not really a surprise, but it kind of was. But it was it was very cool. To see. And then Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns won against Brock Lesnar. Yes. Was it legitimate or was there some cheating involved? Uh, he did hit him in um, the testicles. But, he, but that's kind of... Testicles. But, but uh, you know, he's a bad guy. So that's kind of to be expected. But, but beyond that, it was a pretty clean win. Overall. Overall. But my favorite one? No, I'm saying, yeah, well, you can go there. Um, uh, huh, hard to say. I I really like the opening of Sunday was Randy Orton, Riddle, and it was like a tag team match they won, and it was, so six guys all together, and it, I thought it was very good. It started the night on a very high note. Uh, to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. It was awesome. So first WrestleMania, obviously. First WrestleMania, yes. Worth it. Oh, 100%. Hundred percent. I mean, if it, if it's in Dallas, I highly suggest people go. It was great, and I'd never been to like that area, like Jerry World and all that stuff. It's very good. It's by I'm Hurricane not, Harbor. No, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I know where Jerry World is. I didn't know, yeah. but it was awesome. Steve awesome. Austin's Broken Skull American Lager is what he was drinking. You can buy and, it at ElSegundoBrewing.com. And he and he drank each night probably twenty of them. He's so just cold sips. centered. Just sips from all 20. He's not like taking like mm, good beer. He's, he's just like, he is drinking it, squeezing the can and then throwing it down. Just beer all over his face. He is soaking wet by the time he is done. And the ring is soaking wet. I mean, it, there's beer everywhere. It's premium. It's this premium beer too. This $33 for a 12 pack. That's right. I don't even think in Oklahoma you can have beer shipped to you though. I don't think you can. It sounds wrong. Really? Is that true? I don't know. But he stone cold stunned everybody. That's beautiful. No one was safe. Glad you got to go, El Man. <laughs> oh, it was great. Uh, all right. Well, we are going to take a quick break. And on the other side of that break, we're going to have some Twitter questions. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. 
LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back from that quick break, and it's time for some... No. <laughs> Dang it, I did it again. I like some jamming. Do, 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 do. Just Twitter questions. You've got questions, and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. This is... Twitter questions. <laughs> now let's get down to it. Hey, before you uh, before you get into Twitter questions, let's take a little ride on the Tankathon. Let's, oh, we want to take a here ride. Here we go. Let's One only, guys. Don't do it. Let's share the screen so that the uh, our friends on YouTube, which while we're here, YouTube. if you're not following us on YouTube, you're missing some premium content. You're missing it out. You're missing, You're missing it, out. it out. Missing it out. You're missing it out. Hmm. 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 Here we go. Great podcasting. All right. All right. Now it is shared. It's here not, we go. It's not. We're, we're not going to share. It's it. not. Gonna All right. Share here we go. We're, we're going to just tell you. We're going to walk you play by play. Andrew is scrolling with his mouse. <sighs> here he we go. Sim water. Everybody, close your eyes. Here we go. Three, two, one. Sim. And the result is the Thunder get the fourth pick. Okay. Hey, I'll take it. I feel good. The I, Knicks jumped. The Knicks jumped in, to number one. They jumped 10 spots to get Chet Holmgren. Congrats. Number two, Jabari Smith goes to the Magic. Number three, the Pacers get Paolo. Okay, so he gets Jaden Ivey. The Rockets fall to five. The Pistons fall to six. Dream, actually, dream scenario, baby. I, I'd be pretty happy about that. Yay, we did it. Hey, our first Twitter question comes from at Trey Witzel, who says, SGA seems to have high spirits during the tank. Could you handle tanking? I can't handle it, and I'm just a fan. So no. Although, what if, what like, if, $30 million would probably help. I was going to yeah. say, that's what the money's for, Jay. <laughs> that's what the money's that's for. That's what the money's for. He was having a great time. Uh, a great time. Yeah. Against the Trailblazers. And I'm glad he was. And they're all about to get like $1.5 million here after the season's over. I'm glad they're doing. I'm, gl- I'm really glad they didn't just sign some sort of Gabby Deck and pay him $3 million yeah. to not pay everybody else. Kenrich is about to like double his salary. Yeah, because these guys deserve it, man. To endure this season, like, yep, here you go. I actually think that also should be dispersed for all the fans. I think so, too. <laughs> that would be great. Everybody gets like a $10 check. Hey, listen, we know this has been hard, so here you go. Here. Yeah. That would be nice. Hey, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Thunder Supply. Who wants to know, would resting Coach Mark help the tank? <laughs> Could we fake an injury for him? Uh, I think Maybe? It, I think it might help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it might, might be a bridge too far. However, they keep taking this further than I thought they would. Yeah. You know, waving Sar, who had played well lately, and bringing in Melvin, who had a leggy in the game. Which was amazing. Did you see this? You guys was see that? This? I just saw the picture. I didn't know that was Oklahoma City. Yeah, that was Melvin wow. Frazier going up for a layup, and it got it just perked, not wedged, but perfectly laid upon the rim. Perched itself <laughs> right. <laughs> That's got to be one of the most rare. It's very rare basketball so, experiences. The uh, the no dunks guys track any kind of uh, weird thing that happens with the basketball at the rim. And so it was a, it was a big part of the show. Yeah, they're the wedgie guys. <laughs> yesterday. So yeah, the wedgie was, was a big one. They, I think they said like in their time of tracking wedgies that there's maybe been four ledgies. It didn't happen. I mean, it doesn't even that happen every a, year. That's some percentage right there. The Thunder, so just a reminder, if you're listening, so today is Friday. Tonight they play the Lakers. Sunday night they play the Clippers. Two games left. What does the next few games look like? I think that's the million-dollar question. Uh, 
LeBron, AD, and Russ, all three set out against the Warriors on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Quitters. And, and the hope is... Losers. Losers and quitters. One of the hopes... Lakers, known losers, the whole team. Gosh, they're real bad. Known losers, all of them. But hate. one of the hopes is tonight that this is the last home game for the Lakers, maybe. It's fan appreciation at I think. Yep. And then LeBron has some incentive if he wants to win the scoring title. Hopefully tonight. The Laker or the Clippers are the wild card as well. Because who's going to play? Are they going to play? I think they do have also some incentive to play at least part of their guys. Norman Powell just coming back from injury. Paul George just coming back from injury. Um, Plus, they're also one of those teams that's just always always competent regardless of who's on the floor now, which is helpful for us and so i do think that thunder are going to lose both of their last games i hope so i have a feeling they're going to beat the clippers just because it's an annual tradition what are you going to do if they beat the clippers i don't know to get the five the fifth best odds yeah i mean what how can, are you so i i what am, can you do he's so nonchalant about this. Andrew, Andrew he is the he is the the conductor of the tank train you're the you're the tank man. The tank man. <laughs> Come on. Sorry, yeah. what was a tiki? I forgot what it was. I wouldn't. Oh, the Mark, front. Coach choo, Mark. Choo, choo. I would not be happy. I just, I just can't. I can't call the results today. It's in LA, which is also encouraging. And then I just actually yeah. just came across the beat. Uh, Coach Mark is not traveling with the team. <laughs> Coach Mark. Um, he got hit hit like that's tony harding nancy kerrigan situation oh. yeah <laughs> tire 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 iron to the kneecaps alex, alex spears I was gonna say, flew into town alex is now in jail club mark on the knee <laughs> jumped on a plane went back to port oh, he, yeah okay let's get to our next twitter question it comes from at ritvik yeduru who wants to know who would you rather have ranked them one through four darius garland Dejounte murray Jean Morant, Yuri, Shea Gilgis, Alexander. It's a great question. John number one. John number one. Agreed. Shea number two. Shea number two. Yeah. Why do you hesitate? Who are you hesitating the most about? Oh, I just don't know. I I mean, I would pick him, but it's like I'm trying to not to be just a blatant homer like I always am. Uh, And I would say Garland Murray. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. You know, yeah, Gar- just, Garland's Garland is good. Certainly, he's a good player. Shea's length um, and height is a is a big deal. It's also why I, I almost lean more towards Murray over Garland because he brings a lot. I mean, his offensive game is not as developed as Murray's. Yeah, or excuse me, as uh, Garland's. But I mean, he is. He's got a great body for what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. good defensively. Anyway, but. Yeah, I mean, I think that is encouraging. There was a time last season where you definitely thought that Shea and Jaw were in the same stratosphere. Yeah. But Jaw just took such a substantial step this year. Yeah, very good. Hey, guys, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Ben Partridge underscore nine six, who wants to know, would you rather pour milk over your lasagna or pasta sauce over your cereal? Milk over lasagna. No question. Milky noodles? Yes. Yeah, it's already dairy. You just throw some more dairy on there. Yeah, tomato sauce on cereal is a total ruiner. Yeah, like, is there any cereal that that tomato sauce would be like, you know what? I could do it. I uh, I don't think there is. Maybe maybe Cheerios, but not not like Honey honey Nut, just Cheerios. Yeah, you just need something bland. Uh, Nothing. There's some life. Life, like... Are you talking about like bring some life? No, like life cereal. Life cereal. Life has got flavor too. Like you can get a cinnamon version of it. I didn't say cinnamon life. Okay. I said life. 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 Give me life. Great great nuts. Give me life. I guess maybe. Either way, you're having a gross meal. The milk on the lasagna, I just can't do it. Those people that made life cereal must have been riding high when they made that cereal. Because they're just like, what do we call this? Life. What does this give me? What is this? What is this? What is this? This is really do for me. This you know is me life. life. This, this is life. Um, yeah, it's both pretty gross, but I can't get because lasagna is hot, milk is cold. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't figure out the pouring the cold milk on the hot lasagna. It's going to be gross. That's going to e- make it either way. Gross. It's not going to be enjoyable. You never know. 
You never tried it. Don't knock it till you tried it. How about that? What about, shoot, gra- shoot what about us a video? What about grape nuts? Grape nuts? I could see it. That must have been at a really low point whenever they made that grape cereal. Nuts. What are these? Gra- grape I don't nuts. know. Freaking grape nuts? I don't know. Grape nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next done that <laughs> Twitter question. It comes from at JJ underscore 05 underscore underscore. Perhaps two. I don't know. Maybe three. What's worse? A Thunder team you want to lose every night, win a game, or a good Thunder team you want to win, not show up, and lose versus a bad team. I think this also reminded me, is, and I can't remember who it was that posted this, but somebody asked, like, what's the, maybe it was our podcast, actually, on Twitter, like, the worst, your least favorite season yeah. of the Thunder seasons. Yeah. So it kind of leads me to that, where it's like that, I think it's 17-18 team that was the mellow... Ugh. Yeah, PG. That was the Westbrook. the historically fun or not fun team versus yeah. this team. Like, who would you prefer to watch? Who was more agonizing? That team was really that team is really really hard to watch because you had such high expectations. Yeah, and then it's like just to like slowly realize like they don't have enough to like really make an impact postseason, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Ugh, like every every game just like oh man this it, it it just i felt like sick watching every game yeah because durant leaves westbrook has his mvp season and you're like that's cool but <clears throat> where we go from here where we go from here is we get paul george and carmelo anthony and now we feel like we're back on top again to learn that we really we weren't were back not. on top we had not actually moved an inch yeah from where we were before <laughs> They, well, and especially once Dre went out, which was around what December, January. Yeah, when Dre hurt his knee, they were playing like, really well. They were really, really good. They were rolling. They, I was at the game where they played the Warriors and just blew the doors off yeah. them at home, yeah, which yeah. was amazing. I but remember that. Yeah, it was. There were highs early on, but after Dre went out, and the wheels just fell off. And then that was the Jazz series that was just exhausting. Yeah, the Thunder were so out of their. I I don't know. Like they. Jeremy Grant, the mellow stuff, all of that in in the sense of the Thunder just made it up by trying to fight the Jazz the entire time. Yeah. Oh, so bad. It was really bad. That was probably more frustrating. But both of these are about expectations not being met. Yeah. You know, it's like the early one like was, hey, they were supposed to win. This one's they're supposed to lose, and they can't pull off either one of those things. The season didn't get miserable until the last the last, month? last month or so, because before then it was. I was having a blast, like watching, like watching Josh at the beginning of the season until he was out was like okay, wow, like this guy's he's really good. Well, and the joy stealer of as of late is when Poku got benched. Mm-hmm. Like Poku at least was like, oh. Who got a triple-double last week? I get to watch Poku play. Like, it's just a fun experience regardless. It's he like was, a roller coaster. He was he was awesome. Yes, I know. We told you we didn't want to hear it. I know. They beat he the, was great. Was it when they beat the Suns? Yeah. yeah. Was that yeah. the game? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But he was incredible. Yeah, it was. It, there was always something you wanted to watch for a vast majority of the season where it was like, even in, even in games where Poku was not really good, you had Trey Mann who was playing well, or you had, you know, mm-hmm. like... And then all of a sudden when you're pulling, not pulling, but you're watching Teo Maladon go off for 25 points. And now it's just like, uh, there's not one player on the floor that you'll remember in five years. I'll remember Xavier Simpson just for his little hook shot. Maybe Lindy. Maybe Lindy. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they pulled Lindy. It's been too good. Disgusting. Too good. He was two of three from three, and I was like, get out of here, boy. He hit one. Y'all talked about this on, no, you couldn't have talked about it on Wednesday, but he hit one against the Jazz where he caught it kind of on the move and was kind of floating yeah. sideways from the corner, and I was like, he's starting to. That's a legit three, my his man. His confidence is sky high right now. He he looks really good out there. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's going to make it. He does have a second year on his two-way contract, so he'll be back. But you know, I mean, now the 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 blue story is waiting on like the first guy to make a real impact on the Thunder. Yeah, I know y'all talked about that quite a bit. Like that, the thing that the Heat have done. Yeah, 
is they get get production from the guys and they're like legit NBA players. Yeah, we're waiting team. on our Max Struess. Yeah, which I didn't even know who he was. He's good. He's making big plays for the Heat. Starts the Dan Lebetard show. Apparently, Dan's mother has like a you know pseudo celebrity crush on Max Struess. Yeah, and so Poppy. Dan's dad is like, I'm going to get on the court and smack the crap out of him. <laughs> and so then Max Drew's heard and like responded back to him. And oh, like, really? He's like, oh, apparently this is going to happen. So me versus Poppy. And then Udonis Haslam jumped in this Instagram feed and was just like, Poppy's going to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, guys. Let's go to a good looking man. Twitter Max question. Ah, he is. Can't, you guys got to fight now for him. Can't, nah, can't, can't deny it. All right. Our next Twitter question, it comes from at NB6 foot six, who says, good day, guys. Who holds the tiebreaker between the Thunder and Pacers if we win one more game? There's no no tiebreaker. It's a coin flip. So if you remember last year, the Thunder were tied with the Cavs. There was a coin flip. The Thunder won the coin flip. And lost Evan Mobley. And just remember that that winning is losing. Always. So that was the Thunder... Were tied for the fourth best odds, and then ended yeah. up, they stayed at four, and Cleveland got five. Is that yeah. correct? Correct. So, all right. Well, that sucked. Hey guys, let's go to our next Twitter question. <laughs> it comes from at Kiwi Greg five 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 five. Who wants to know what Portland game was worse, the Dame Wave or the failed Tank game? Dame wave great for, question. Dame wave for sure. Dame wave was like all time bad. I had the expectation that we were going to win those Blazers games. Like I just thought we were going to win them. Yeah. And the I think the Roby one hurt that was worse the, uh, because it, dream scenario. Yeah. It was a dream scenario. We wanted the Blazers. Yeah. Nurkic was out. We thought we're just going to dominate them, and then Cantor made Steve look really bad. Can play Cantor. Can play Cantor and did play Cantor. Revenge game. It's a big well, revenge game. I don't know game. if you all remember how how vividly is that game against Portland in Portland that Dame did that. The Thunder actually played really well. They were, should have won that game. They, like they yes. were they were ahead all game, playing really well. Yes. And you thought, okay, they're actually going to get out of the series because then it was going to come back to Oklahoma City. It was going to be, I think it was at that point, 3-3 maybe if they would have won that game. And it just did not happen. No. Yeah, that was brutal. And just him just, his team going wild around and him just waiting. And he, he waved and then he like stared into the camera. It was very good. Afterwards, it was it was a great celebration. He 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 did the right thing there. It was. It really was. It was miserable. I, I in the moment, even when it was happening, even when it was happening, I I was respecting the wave and his response and like his response it, was like that's It was just like wow. It like, was, we, it like was wow. Yeah. A bad a. NBA so, moment. I don't know. Like, Are you saying it is a bad A, capital A, NBA moment? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It was. He, so Dame in that game, I, I don't, I didn't remember the stat line. He had 50 points, 57 and six. He was the only one. Like yeah. nobody else was scoring for them. He was 10 of 18 from three. He won that game. I mean, he. Yeah, like Mo Harkless had 17. CJ had 17. CJ had 17 on 19 shots. Russ had a triple double, obviously. 29, 11, and 14. Paul George had 36 points, nine boards, three assists. He had 36 points on 20 shots. Westbrook took 31 shots. Now, did they win that series points. in five or was it six? In five. Yeah. So they'd have come back three two. Yeah, it'd have come back three two to Oklahoma City, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that was happening though, what what you saw in that game, and this is what's so funny because Dame was Dame was incredible but he looked visibly tired doing all of this yeah. for the for the Blazers in that game and so I think I don't know and I'm always optimistic but it felt like if the Thunder could have gotten that one they made the conference finals that Blazers team yeah oh yeah that's right beat the Nuggets you know who the starting shooting guard was on that team on that Thunder team Raymond Felton Terrence Ferguson played 30 minutes and 43 seconds in that game Score. He took one shot. He made it. 
I remember 100%. We used what were Raven Ray Felton's minutes in that game? Raymond Felton played three minutes and 24 seconds. Okay. Dennis Schroeder played 33. They basically just played six guys. They gave Nerlens eight minutes. Markeith played three minutes. Ray played three minutes. Just in case you wanted to recap one of the worst games in Thunder history. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And there it was. Well, guys, let's go on to our next sort of question. next question is about game six of the Golden no, State Warriors. No, no. Conference finals. No. It's from at Michael on sports. It looks like Russ. Russ. It looks like Russ is destined <laughs> to be traded and bought out this summer. Where would you like to see him go as a free agent? I was actually just on the way over here listening to Zach Lowe and Kevin Pelton. Yeah, talk about this and what's it's always encouraging when they say something where you and Alex have talked about it or Alex and somebody else in the text feed or something like that talked about this weeks ago. It's like there are no suitors. There's no suitors for him unless it is like a team that wants to make a splash. The Pacers thing actually makes sense a little bit. They have the lineup that would actually work with Russ if it, it, you know, depending on what version of Russ you get with because Halliburton can stretch miles Turner being your center. Like, I think there is some of that that kind of would make sense, but it would have to be on a dramatically different. Yeah. I mean, you look at the teams, like what team is ready to take on Russ and his personality and everything that comes with it. I mean, Boston, no Philly, no Toronto, no Brooklyn, no the Knicks is like the only one that I keep coming back to where it's like the Knicks really just don't have a point guard outside of Derrick Rose. So, like that's the one that I just keep coming back to. That's like the Knicks have said no in the past, obviously, but it's one that you're just like maybe if maybe it's like a Kimball Walker situation where they could sign him. Yeah, if if you're not paying him forty five million dollars, yeah, like if he goes to Charlotte's the one that people were talking about, right? And then Charlotte buys him out mm-hmm. for five ten million dollars less than what he's owed over the yeah. next year, which I think Russ would probably be agreeable to some of that just to. Although Russ would face. look really cool in those jerseys, in those Hornets jerseys. Well, but there's no way they're actually planning on keeping him if that's what they're looking at. I don't know that anybody plans on keeping him. But I could see, like, if Russ is on the market for a very small amount of money, I yeah. could see. Even the then, Knicks. though, like, the Knicks, yes. Like, Milwaukee, no. I still wonder about the Wizards. Chicago, no. They traded him. I understand that. But it's like... The Wizards don't make any sense. The Wizards are going nowhere fast. We're going to talk about that today. We'll release tomorrow on Slam and Jam. Yeah. Y'all y'all should 100% have pulled off all of the garbage teams. I'm like, why? Because I love it when it's like, these are contenders and we're having conversations about the Grizzlies. And, we're, and then it's like, we've got a We've got a very uh, dedicated Wizards fan that listens that was so excited. I he, bet he was. He wrote a specific uh, Apple podcast review about how excited he was. I love it. About the Wizards being drawn on the Wheel of Fandom. Well, never mind. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Wizards do make some sense. I, I don't disagree with that. But then after that, it's like, Miami, Atlanta, Charlotte, Orlando, no. Memphis, Dallas, New Orleans, San Antonio, Houston, no, 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 no. Phoenix, no. Warriors, no. Clippers, no. Maybe Clippers? No. Maybe Clippers. Maybe. It's a it's a different ball game if he's willing to, which is the question, right? It's the Allen Iverson comparison forever and ever and ever. But yeah, the thing is, is... What is he having to define his role as? Number one, number two is is the financial side of it. If he's not making that albatross of a contract, then it's not quite as hard of a pill to swallow. Yeah, to sign him. Can he take the step that Carmelo had no. to take? His game doesn't work that way. He does. He's not an efficient shooter. He never has been in his whole life. Like it's for not Melo, a, it, at least he can come off the bench, shoot five threes, make two of them. But it's not even about shooting to me. It's more about, like, can you be a ball mover, transition, defensive player? Listen, I know there's a lot of Thunder fans that have this affinity for Russ, but we've been been talking about what could develop or evolve in Russ's game for 15 years, it feels like. Yeah, that's why I feel he's going to be done real soon. Yeah. The the Lakers missed the play in. They are 20 games under 500. Yeah. They... 
stink. They brought Russ in, so I know they've dealt with injuries. Everybody knows and can accept that. But the reason that they brought Russ in was for reasons like this, where it's like, okay, if we have major injuries to Anthony Davis and LeBron can't go every night, then at least we have Russell. And Russ did. He played 75 games this year yeah. for him. Like yeah. as far as the the ability to stay on the floor, that Russ did it. And yeah. there are there are qualifiers. Like I understand all of the things. Like their roster this is Rob Polinka's fault. Yeah. Or it, Jeannie it, Buss or whoever is making decisions because LeBron. everybody, everybody yeah. that thinks critically about the NBA knew that the fit was bad. Yeah. Like the Buddy Heald trade that was potentially on the table, if you were able to keep Buddy Heald and Alex Caruso, this team's in the play-in. Or if this team's just, in the playoffs, probably. Yeah, or if like Rob Palinka got kidnapped and couldn't make any moves at all in the offseason, yes. it'd be a lot better. Because you'd have KCP, now, you'd have Kuzma, you'd have sure. Harrell still. To be fair, Anthony Davis is made of paper mache. Yeah. Like the dude is the most injury prone player in the NBA right mm-hmm. now. And that is a problem. And and yeah. to think about the fact that your future as a franchise is going to be LeBron at some point is going to leave. You're going to be depleted of assets and you're going to have Anthony Davis who can't play more than half of a season ever. They need to trade him. I don't know what you do. Like it, it makes me feel great because I don't want the Lakers in this current form to be successful. Yeah. But I, I, man, as a franchise, like they're not now. What they always have is they're the Lakers, yeah, they're and the they Lakers. always. But the thing is, is they don't have other than getting free agents just to say I'm going to L.A. Mm-hmm. But right now, if you're a free agent in four years, and you look at this roster and the assets they have, and and the whole goal is to get to L.A., you're 100 percent picking the Clippers over the I Lakers. I don't know. With the leadership, if, if your goal is to own... Now, if you're just like the purple and gold of the Lakers and all of that... There's still there's still something about being a Laker there and, is, and being a Clipper. They still had 10 years of mediocrity in between LeBron. Maybe it wasn't 10 years. Five years of mediocrity between LeBron and the highest of Kobe. Yeah. And they still got LeBron. I know. Yeah, that's... That's, uh, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like yeah. They were horrible. Horrible but they were decisions. And missing on free agents that whole season, that whole time too. If it wasn't for LeBron having a specific desire to go and make Space Jam, yeah, if he didn't want to be in LA, yeah, but he still did want to. I know, I know. And there will and be will somebody else be that way. There will be somebody else wrong. that will want to. They're they're gonna have a lull, and then they'll they will roar back whenever yeah. Zion or Luca or whoever wants to go live in LA. Not Luca. Luca will be in Dallas till he retires. He might disappoint you. I don't. I don't think that's true. Do you know something? I know nothing. <laughs> hey Except guys, for pain. <laughs> pain, pain. Let's go to our next Twitter question. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Comes from, and then I probably have to leave to get on a, to get on an airplane. No. He's leaving. To get on an airplane. Okay. And the Twitter question is from at here to thunder up. Have you ever been slapped in the face in public? How did you respond? I have not. I said, I slapped back and I said, we must have a duel. You took your glove off and. (laughs) Yes. And then we, uh, have you ever been punched? Punched? Have you been slapped or punched? I don't think so. I've never been in like a fight. 
Me neither, actually. Yeah. Actually, I was punched. I have. In fifth grade, I was punched right in the face. How'd you respond? Really? I sat down and started crying. <laughs> That's right. Response. Who punched you? I was 12. Some kid that was a... A bully? Kind of. Call him out. We thought we were... I thought it was so funny, man. We were just messing around, like joking around, like... Punched you in the face. Punched me right in the face. Call him out. Call him out. What's My dad name? was very frustrated with me because he was like... So I've always had like a really giant conscience, like always my whole life, mm-hmm. like never was the guy that would go teeping because I was always nervous about really? being arrested, <laughs> being ticketed, whatever, getting in trouble, like getting in trouble was the compass that I'd like. Everything was evaluated through that lens. So for me is he hit me in the face and instead of retaliating, I was just like, I don't want to get in trouble. So I'm go sit down, like sit down and cry. Just go sit down. And he got suspended for a week or whatever like that. But it was just, uh, his name was Josh Brown, man. I remember it to this day. He was a big boy too. And I was a big boy. So it was kind of like two, two big boys going at it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Two, two monstrosities of kids, you know, but instead he just hit me in the face and I went and sat down, started crying out of black eye. It's awful. But I didn't, because I was nervous about, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So I, in track, we had track in elementary school. Did y'all have track in elementary school? Like yeah. track meets yeah, where, think, where yeah. the schools would compete against one another? Yeah. I ran the 200. You're not going to be shocked by this, but I was a big tug of war guy. I was going to say the tug of war. Tug of war. Big tug, tug of war, of war was very guy. fun. We had, some, uh, we had some big kids, and so we were always really good at tug of war. And so, But it was that's what I wanted to do. I was looking forward to it. It was tug of war season, man. And so I was like, I don't want to get suspended for tug of war. And so <laughs> that's what made my decision. Well, My dad was like, you should have smacked him right back in the face it's like i didn't want to miss tug of war <laughs> that's how awkward that's how awkward of a kid i was well uh, you were a good kid i was a, yeah that. i was yeah. also a thick kid you're a good thick kid. round it was round you're a good sphere spherical child. spherical child <laughs> my like my head was a perfect circle <laughs> 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 like uh, when the the girl eats the blueberry and uh, yes and uh, yeah. Willy Wonka. and I had a bowl cut. Shocking, shocking, it's amazing, shocking that I wasn't just pulling in the ladies. You sound like a Willy Wonka character. I kind of might have been following in, in the chocolate fountain. Get sucked and up I wore tent. a lot yeah. of sweatpants, but <laughs> not like cool sweatpants. Like joggers, cool today. Yeah, not cool as a fifth grader. Yeah, uh, you know what's cool as a fifth grader? I don't know. Beavis and Butthead was cool when I was a fifth grader. Uh, this is a good one. Uh, at me, love <laughs> Thundamo says, could you please lay out the, the necessary chain of events for the Clippers pick to end up in the lottery? I need to know what to root for after the Blazers debacle. So it's it's not going to be good, uh, me, love Thundamo, because I don't think they're going to be in the lottery. I think they're going to win a game because if you look at the standings today, they're going to have to lose – two games in the play-in. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. But it's it's going to be tough. So right now they sit at eighth. So CL, man, they sit at eighth, which means they're going to if they lost to Minnesota in the first play-in game, then they would play the winner of the Pelicans Is that how it, and okay. the Spurs. And if they lose that game... Then they're in the lottery. So with Paul George, no chance. With the possibility of Kawhi, Kawhi no. it just doesn't feel like that's going to happen. I do. I, I think. I think they'll win. I think they'll win the first game, and they'll be. You think they beat the Wolves? I do. The Wolves just aren't playing very well. Great. Um, and then they'll play Memphis, which I would. I would rather. I would rather see. Minnesota, Memphis, because I think that would be really fun. And also for the Grizzlies, I think it'd be a lot less scared of of Minnesota. But the Clippers with Paul George and possibly Kawhi as your reward for being the 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 two seed and having this incredible year all year, and Jaw is, hasn't been playing and he's going to be coming back. Like that's a little terrifying. Like I don't know that I would pick the Clippers to win, but I don't real. I maybe I'm crazy and I'm not paying attention enough. I don't think. Kawhi hasn't been fully cleared for like contact yet. 
He's just doing warm-ups. And, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's what at least I heard. But the Clippers are always pesky, especially with Paul George. Like, they got to the conference finals last year. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would not, yeah, be, sucks. I would not be happy about this scenario if I were Memphis. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I'm, man, I am really excited. Like, what's hard in the midst of this Thunder tankathon journey is the fact that, like, I forget that the rest of the NBA exists. Oh, yeah. And it's really easy to get caught in that. But I'm like, the playoffs are just around the corner. The play Like, is, next weekend. is The play-in's on Tuesday. It starts on Tuesday. Yeah. And you're going to have, potentially, you know, Zion coming back for the Pelicans. Yeah, it's very possible. And they're playing well. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was... Uh, that podcast was Zach Lowe. Because I'm, I'm honest, like, this Thunder season has made it to where I'm not paying attention as much to the NBA as a whole. Like towards the end, where it's mm-hmm. like, like I didn't even realize Kevin Pelton had two different Pelicans on his top three all rookie teams. But that's hot garbage. Like Herb Jones, though, you like. Herb is great. To include Jose, Jose Alvarado yeah. Which on I your think they all were rookie team. Than they were actually saying he would be on that all rookie team. But he put him on his second team. Did he? Yes. That, I don't know how many, I'm sure a lot of our listeners listen to that too. That was so bad. Because if you look at like the stats when it comes to these rookies, to include him, he's scoring like five points a game. Yeah, he it's it is a would you put Kaminga over him? Yes, right. Yeah, I'd put Trey Mann over him. Trey's done way more than he's done. I don't care like what the. I mean, you talk about the on off numbers. Like I was asking Mark earlier this season about Kenrich and Mike's on offs, and he's like, he's like, listen, he's like. Those those on offs are so noisy. Even though we have like this large sample, he's like that's like he he was like yeah don't don't use that. And in seven hundred minutes, you're gonna use that as your argument is just it's it's nonsensical. It's crazy. You may like him. It's a cool story, and he's a a really cool player, and he's been fun to watch. But to say that he deserves to be on the all-rookie team is crazy because there's been so many good rookies and you're going to use him as one of the top 10 rookies. I mean, this is basically a list of the top 10 rookies of this season. And to say that he's a top 10 rookie to me is absolutely insane. I mean, you look at just a stat like as simple as total points. I mean, how far down do we have to go to get to Alvarado? I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be embarrassingly low to even say his name. I mean, he, I don't think he's in the top fifty. Oh yeah, he's in the top fifty. But like, you can't, you can't put that guy on your all rookie team. You just can't. You can't do that. Is it, it simply just getting caught up in the? The moment because he's a cool player, he does the sneaky steal thing. Yeah, everybody loves the sneaky steal thing. The Pelicans are a fun team currently. Yeah, they're they're playing pretty well, but to me, it's just I think it's kind of crazy just to put him there. I just don't think that that's that's right. And I'm not saying like they should for sure put one of the Thunder guys on there. I don't I don't think that. even like not even to mention Trey Murphy's name, who's been decent for them. Like Kispert would be a better player. Desumu, like for sure. Well, and Zach Lowe really was pulling for Shangun. Yeah, even Shangun is like you have way better argument for for Shangun than you do. So the playing games. This is so. Who do you feel most sad for? Two teams that have had just epic seasons for their franchises. Although Cleveland has obviously cooled off. They're three and seven in the last ten. Yeah. Cleveland's obviously not the same. They've had a lot of injury problems. Jared mm-hmm. Allen, I know, has been out for a while and anyway, but Cleveland's playing game is Brooklyn. Then they would have to play the winner of Atlanta and Charlotte, which I think they actually still probably would get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would pick them in the second game, but I won't pick them against Brooklyn. No, probably not. 
and then on the other side of it, so do you feel worse that Cleveland has to start with them or that Memphis gets to pull a Clippers team that is getting healthy at the right time? Yeah, I mean, Cleveland's just, they're just so banged up. It's, it's been a cool season. They just, it's just ended so poorly for them. Like they should have, if they were, if they could have stayed completely healthy, I think they would be where Chicago is and Chicago would be in the play in. So we're at the point now, and I know you'll do a lot of this on Monday and Wednesday. Like if you're looking at the end of the season, I know we talked a little bit about this. Like who are you excited to watch? What do you think? I'll tell you who I ha- I'm sneaky pulling for, and it all depends on whether or not they get healthy is I really like Boston in the East. Yeah. If Time Lord can get back. Yeah, I'm worried about Time Lord for sure. I think the Yeah, I don't know if he can get back in time to make an impact because like even if he does come back, what is he gonna Yeah. What is he gonna be able to do? Four weeks or whatever post meniscus tear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a tough one. That's that's a tough one. Because I mean, I I still like Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I better one hundred percent. Miami is going to be really tough. Even I mean, other the Seventy Sixers haven't played well, and they could lose in round one to Toronto, who beat them last night. Yeah, because they Thibel can't play because he's <laughs> Matisse. That's yeah. a big deal because that's what the matchup is right now, and. It's not locked in that that will be the matchup, but after that loss last night, it makes it more likely that that's where they're going to end up is at the 4-5 with Toronto. And if you're Philly, you have to just... One, you're horrified that, again, it's Toronto that could send your team home. Um, (laughs) And because Matisse can't play, and you don't have... I mean, he's been one of their best six players this season. I mean, you got to... It's gonna be a it's gonna be a real struggle for them. I would still pick Philly in that series, but yeah, because you do get them get home them at games, home. right? Yeah. So probably minimally three, four games, hopefully for mm-hmm. them. Uh, there's more. I mean, there's there's teams that are would even be more scared to play Toronto because of guys that aren't vaxxed, but like you know, Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn or Boston. I've heard that there's several guys on Quite Boston good, that aren't. So it's, uh, it is interesting. A lot of storylines heading into the playoffs. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, the Dallas Utah series, which Utah's going to get swept. That's probably going to be the match. Call right now. You the Dallas. I said, Yukon. Yukon. <laughs> Utah is going to get swept. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be fascinating. Donovan Miller to watch. Donovan that. Miller, I'm done for the day. Apparently, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell gonna request a trade this off season. Thunder yeah. gonna pick him up for Thunder gonna pick him up. <laughs> their 2022 draft pick. Uh, the Pelicans are gonna trade Jose Alvarado for uh, straight up, straight up for him for Donald Mitchell. Donovan, I know. I was talking about that's who they're gonna trade him for. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's he's the most he's very interesting this summer because he he very well could just blow this whole thing up and just say you know what I'm done. Or or if they lose if Sounds they do awesome. if they do lose in round one they they could explore like trading Rudy and just yeah. saying like let's keep Donovan here let's try to keep him happy. You have to you have to do that if that's that's the potential conflict, right? Like there's no question if you're choosing between Mitchell or Gobert that you're going with Mitchell. Yeah. So get him out and he's your only asset and he's not going to, you know, guys like that don't, don't necessarily age well. Mm -mm. Um, and I don't even know like what's for another pod to explore. We'll have plenty of off season podcasts to talk about, uh, the market for Gobert. Yeah. Yeah. I think Charlotte would be really interesting. Yes. For him. Yeah. Especially with Russ. All right, Andrew. Russ and Rudy Gobert. 
It's <laughs> they're, uh, they're reforming their <laughs> roster. Oh my gosh! I uh, I'm going to ask the question since the old man left: Is are you miffed or peeved? Miff, miff, miffed, and miffed peeved. and peeved. And I'm going to take this opportunity to break one of the cardinal rules of the podcast. Uh-oh. We don't talk about the weather, but I am so exhausted of the wind. The wind has been brutal. Oklahoma City has had basically and will continue to have for the next seven days. Is that true? Seven days. Is that true? Gusts of thirty to forty. No. It's just horrid. That's terrible. I didn't know it was going to last. Yesterday it was like sunny and the wind was blowing out of the north at like 45 miles an hour and it was so cold and stupid and I hate it. We couldn't even go outside yesterday. No, and it's the same. Right now I'm looking out your window as trees are blowing vigorously because of the stupid wind. Yeah, there's like no wind block out out here either. And it's just like, there is. how do you even, you can't wind block this. No. Build a wall. <laughs> You're, the only wind it's block awful. is be inside. Yeah. Which for a guy like me who has terrible seasonal allergies, this is just punching my sinuses <laughs> in the face every single day. Oh, that's terrible. Miffed and peeved. Uh, let's do one more uh, tankathon spin. Here it is. We this go. is the real. This is the one that counts. This is the real one. This is. This will determine what happens on lottery night. Here we Button go. Button is clicked, and the thunder end with seven. seven. Worst case seven. scenario. The Pacers go to one. Pistons two. Wizards three. This is actually kind of interesting because the Rockets, Magic, and Thunder all fall significantly, and the Blazers rise to four. Yeah, that's bad. Let's do that again. <laughs> also bad. They've stayed at seven. Stay at seven. Actually, See, the five, six, seven didn't change. Now misery. there's six. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Still. That was eight. eight. All right. Mathering. Back to back to back. Seven, seven, six, eight. Wow. I have not jumped once. I've been spinning, spinning, spinning. The best I've gotten is four. Uh, there we go. There number one, one pick. Took All eight right. swings to get to the number one. So. All right. Well, now I'm also miffed and peeved about that. Yeah, that's a definite miffed and peeved. All right. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.